Muji, I am so thankful to you that uh, uh, you uh, um, um, you know have time for me to talk. Um, I'm going through uh, some interesting times in my life. I have a question uh, which uh, has been um, on my mind lately. I need a resolution about this, uh, uh, and that's ego. I, I, I need to understand what to do with ego. Um, I think I have an idea uh, which uh, is going to revolutionize uh, uh, the uh, you know, uh, technology, the way how Facebook, let's say, uh, changed how we communicate. Yes. The same type of impact. Very, very, um, I would say it came like a revelation almost, you know, like a whole business plan, a whole platform at one moment of time. And then, so it, it seemed like it was almost, uh, you know, divine to me because it didn't come from me thinking, but more like, uh, like I, like I received the message or received this from somewhere, I don't know. But the moment I feel that you're exposed to this type of higher knowledge, ego kicks in. And you feel, I feel guilty about um, having an ego at this point <laughs> at all. So my question is, should we consider ego a, a friend? Because I understand that it's a, you know, it's a fixed part of, uh, of human being. That's 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 a part of us. Uh, is there such thing as a healthy ego, and how to treat to treat ego uh, 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 from the higher self perspective? Uh, how to do that right, not to be consumed by, you know, but that by but the, that constant circle of, you know, achieving something and then feeling guilty of feeling good about achieving this. Okay, uh, there are some, there are a few points. One is that you receive this, um, this insight, maybe inspiration. And uh, so this has come and you have already said you are not working hard for it. It just uh, occurred to you. And uh, then the sense of ego comes in and wants to take ownership of it or something like that. And there's an awareness of display of ego also is like that. Now, this is not an uncommon um, experience. And for many people, this, uh, this ego feeling come and they say, no, I don't want to even touch anything or do anything because quickly the ego sabotages my all true efforts and turn them into something dirty. And I said, no, 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 you, you must not uh, be so concerned about that. If the ego says, oh, look how good you are, how clever you are, uh, you know, who, who is it speaking to also? Who, who is it speaking to? Say, for instance, if it was the Buddha and something comes also, an insight into a way in which, uh, you know, some guidance could come to humanity, and then the ego comes and says, oh, look, you know, you're so great. You're so wonderful. Look what, look what you've done. There's no other human being I've done like this before or something. It's the same thing. He would be aware of that. He, couldn't, he would not say, oh, I better not go in this direction because the ego is going to trouble me so much. Okay. He, he, the, the point is you would understand that somehow this, uh, this ego sense does come. 
um, and it comes somehow to kind of test your your realization sometime to see if you will go for um, you know for pride or arrogance or something like that which would only kind of divide divide you make you feel very strongly I and others and so some pride will come some arrogance will come you see so but that can only it may suggest but it cannot make that happen so this energy comes and says you know look you know you you are going to be such a great inventor you everything is going to change for you uh, you you don't have to take ownership of that thought Mm-hmm. It just uh, the mechanism of uh, it is an aspect of consciousness working through the mind, and it somehow I feel that there's a the, the attitude to take is that uh, uh, these forces they come to is to help you to refine your own your own uh, 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 consciousness because it means that if it is a temptation, then there's some aspect of the self which is temptable. Because there cannot be a temptation unless something is temptable. So it, it just brings up this, this, this kind of uh, complexity. But it still has not touched you. It forces you to, to, to feel uh, the energy that, that is, is a potential to go into ego. But then you say, but, but this is also observed, you know. And again, if it is observed, you keep the energy in the observing source and see see if this question has any power when you remain as the observing source. To whom is this question uh, uh, a trouble, you see? And then you will see that maybe this question can only trouble an idea I have of who I am or how I might be, which is only a projection. You know, right. it, it, it can be a tight moment, but it's a very important thing to transcend, uh, to transcend the influence or the suggestion uh, uh, that comes in the form of ego, of egoic thought, you see. So many people, I they avoid and they say, no, it's better I don't do this because then my mind is going to take over something. I said, no, no, no. If you have done something, say you have, you have, you have, acted uh, spontaneously and uh, in a generous way and then the thought comes wow you look how good you are or no you didn't do it you had some other motive for doing it or something like this no then you know the act, it still does not destroy the action the action took place but then it brings in a kind of duality inside you and then something feels no i don't want to feel this feeling but if you understand uh, that you know it is it is a force of nature that's acting through as mind and it works like that actually and you can turn it to your advantage to see that uh, yes to check in with yourself is this true you know and if it is if it is if it is true for for whom is it true you see for or for whom for who who can stumble over this it must be again a kind of my false idea or self image will struggle with this kind of thought. I know it is superficial because I feel peace inside of me. I feel all this, uh, you know, things happening around and but very, very deep inside I'm at peace still. 
you know i i it bothers me only on the outside level but i i i keep my base in the center this is very so good this is very that, good that way it doesn't touch me and that way i can balance high achievement lifestyle but not be consumed by ego and you know yes self gratification and thing you know of the temporary nature and things like that but then we when we talking about your consciousness and my consciousness or somebody's consciousness we we, we, we always talking about how we are one but I also want to understand how are we different, but not on the level of um, the, this body and you know this uh, uh, this mind, but um, I understand. Uh, in the sense that uh, let's say you know uh, uh, some people self-realize and then they don't have to reincarnate anymore, and some people so there is some kind of difference. Uh, beyond the body, right? Okay. Uh, between consciousness. Let, let, let me say. Is, is it one? Yeah. Let me say like this. It's a very interesting point, observation. If we say consciousness is, it's one. It's one. Like the ocean is one. But uh, there is at the same time a subtle kind of individuality about consciousness, because if it were, if we were, if consciousness was just one, in that way. It means that if I wake up to the truth of my consciousness, if I wake up, uh, if I have the awakening here, if that happens here, then it would mean that um, it will wake up in everybody if it is one. So what seems to happen is that the consciousness in its expression in this body awakens to the truth of its, of its own nature in this body. And what it awakens to in this body is that it is the same consciousness in everybody. This is what the awakening is. But in each body, it must awaken uniquely in that body. And it manifests uniquely in everybody. Yes, well, yes. It, well, it manifests uniquely. The, the, ex, the, the essence is the same. And the expression is different. Because okay. the expression uh, so happens in, in, in manifestation, in duality, in diversity. In, uh, through the, the senses uh, and uh, the elements. So there's a uniqueness, just like in each flower, there, each petal is kind of unique. Everything is kind of unique at this way, in this way. But the source but then, is the same. Uh, but, but then uh, my question is, um, does duality goes beyond the physical world? You say that there is a flavor about everybody beyond this body though yes. it, it's not in personality per se but some type of qualities maybe you know some people are greedy and they just you know they, they didn't grow up uh, poor or anything but it's something in them you know is this way or some you know some people are really kind and it's just that way about them it, they were born that way and there's something which continues to push them in that direction and you know and they probably unconsciously follow that uh, uh, without even self-realizing but then my then uh, we come to memories and what because do memories just um, manifest here in the physical world or do we uh, everything is kind of recorded and the, would we have access to our 
memories and past life memories when we let's say in between reincarnations okay, okay. Is, is memory something which stays in my brain or is it something which is out there in in some field or something you know like what 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 about memory okay as soon as the consciousness is manifest in the form of existence in the form of the the feeling i am i exist the knowledge i exist when the consciousness announces itself in each body it says i exist then this i exist feeling uh, is uh, you may say mm, in its purest way it functions as the perceiver of uh, of the manifest world of the sense of individuality that gets formed of relationship and time events and so on all of that is recorded through the instrument of that knowledge i am i exist so it is our waking state life uh, manifesting that kind of continuity now you ask a question but what about uh, the falling of uh, of of the body and uh, some people seem to without any without uh, any uh, mm, like a child may grow up in a very very good family with very very good values and very, and still turn out to be a murderer or a thief or something like this contrary to their upbringing so where did that come from so there you are, many different things can be said about that because it is said that it is never it's not the body that reincarnates and it's not the self that reincarnates it must be the mind that reincarnate where in in the i amness when the i amness which is a, a kind of bridge between the manifest world and the, and the supreme principle the feeling i am allows you may call the absolute to perceive diversity and have experience in the form of i am the feeling i am so if this i amness itself identifies very strongly with the body and with conditioning and believe itself to be the individuality which which is formed from the belief i am this body i am the son of these people or i am the daughter of these people if that belief system is very deeply held in the in the in the consciousness and the mind and memory subsequently memory that is the that is the resource for the sense of the person of personhood now if the body falls away and the consciousness i am hasn't resolved itself in its original knowledge but dies at a time so so to speak when it is still in strong identification with the body that identification perpetuates in some subtler way so it goes into a form of uh, just like in this body we are functioning in this body in the feeling i am this body but in some other times we are functioning in a more subtler consciousness in when we use our imagination or or dream or fantasy or whatever it is so that's another kind of body like when you are asleep you are not uh, you are not so conscious of this physical body but you may have a dream wherein you are even a different gender in your dream and you still have the sense i am you still have a sense of an identity and you be, may believe your believe yourself to be a mother of 25 children in that dream and with all the emotions all the all the all the relationship qualities uh, that would be in the natural wake in the normal waking state so we see that um, uh, we are multidimensional in our functioning of consciousness 
both in the bodily existence and also in the dream state also. And, and at that moment when you would feel that you are that woman of a mother of 25 children, you would have access to all her memories and you, you actually yes. would be her in a sense. Yes. In, 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 in that. So just, just in the same like we are being this in this uh, life also. Because I said once, I don't know if you saw, I said that each day you wake up from perhaps a dream but to be fully awake, you must wake up from the waking state also. Because in the waking state, I call it a dream, to the extent what I mean by that is that we are still under the, the belief and the illusion that we are this body, this is what we are. We are this conditioning, we are our education. Just in the same way that the same thing could be applicable to yourself in a dream state. And we have very strong uh, links and identification and uh, attachments in the waking state. If I gave an example that if you were, um, if I were to, when, say five years ago or ten years ago, you perhaps had very different self-image. And you would feel very strongly, this is me, this is who I am. You know, take it or leave it, this is who I am. But 10 years later, your whole outlook may have changed. And now you feel, this is who I am. This is who I am. This is what I can say I am. Now, if I were to say, uh, able to take you from this present moment and put you back 10 years ago into a state of mind where you felt in that time, this is how I am, I cannot change who I am, you would be perhaps very uncomfortable with that position with your present knowledge and your present, uh, uh, you know, sort of uh, maturity. So none of these states along the line, all throughout your life, at varying points, you had a very strong sense of self. And now looking back, none of these selves were accurately you. They were just how you felt at the time. So yeah. this, this is really why I say that no particular um, uh, position in your life uh, and identification is eternal and is constant. Uh, everything is only a, what is a, your passion at this moment. And that will change because the, this is the mind that evolves, not the self. Mm -hmm. the, continua the, the continuity that we feel through all these changing years and moments, it comes from the self, not from the mind. The mind is constantly changing. So, but so there is a memory of the mind, and then there is a memory of the self. I don't know if it is a memory of the self. It cannot be a memory of the self because then it would locate the self in time. Uh, what there is, there is an intuitive uh, fact of our existence, which is not consciously recognized in the mind. It is always there, but we have not consciously recognized that. And so it, that is where our ability to assess even the most subtle truths come from. Because when you are conscious of your consciousness, it's like the whole field is open to you. But when you are conscious of yourself only as a person and your conditioning, you're always functioning from a limitation. Now, it is that sense of belief in the, in the limited identity that if the life force is cut, 
while the consciousness is still in a state of delusion or hypnosis, believing itself to be uh, just the body-mind, then what's going to happen? Well, what's going to happen is just in the same way in which you go to bed as Max, when you wake up, uh, you don't wake up as Harry, uh, there's a continuity there. Well, in the same way, whatever impression is deeply held in the psyche and the mind, that will continue because the, the physicality, the physical death, is not so different from the state of deep sleep, wherein when you wake up, because you, you did not know when you're going to wake up, or if you're going to wake up, you have an assumption you're going to wake up in the physical world, and with the former continuity of being who you were yesterday, continuing today. Now, once someone asks myself, they say, what is your strongest impression when you first wake up? And I say, my strongest impression, if I want to say strongest, is that nothingness remains unchanged. Uh, my reading of the world, just two days ago, we are talking with one friend here, and he says his experience when he wakes up is uh, of great pain because he says, oh, it's, this is all over again. I've got to go through this all over again. So this is a kind of a, a state of mind and projection that is not a truth. It is something that is a cultivated is habit or something based upon the wrong sense of self and uh, and you see like this. Whereas for myself, uh, I'm not uh, intimidated by the functioning of manifestation. It, it is not uh, the way in which I, I don't take a reading of the manifestation as a reading of myself. It can be whatever it is. I have no particular investment or interest in any particular aspect of it. I don't have an investment in how it should uh, manifest. So therefore, I am, I am very happy and also, I don't have a, a future, so I am also very happy. I don't have this concept of a future that I'm depending on, so I'm deeply content. You uh -huh. see, like this. Now, what shall be my state then, if suddenly this breath is cut? I, I, I don't know, but I don't see what difference it would really make. There will be some difference, I don't know how it will be. But I know that there cannot be, oh my gosh, you know, I, um, uh, I won't be able to finish this, and all, because that is not so strong uh, inside. There is some subtle thing, though, because, for instance, we are here in Portugal. Uh, this whole coming to Portugal was not something we were chasing at all. It, is, it just came in perhaps the same way as you said your own insight came. We came on holiday. You know, somehow we met a friend here, they introduced some people, somehow it just came, it just unfolded like that. So my sense is that it appears as though the manifestation is moving by its own will in a certain way, and something cooperates with this. It's all one movement. Now, I am not looking at that as a guarantee or a kind of security that the next few days or next hours or years are going to be a certain way. Just let it be. And sometimes I enjoying whatever comes, and it, it, it's just all the synchronicities. It just happens. You let it happen by itself. And, yes. Uh, uh, is, uh, yes. We can say enjoying is just letting it be. The joy is not in what happens so much, although what happens 
is not felt to be without joy, but there is not a joy anticipated from how things happen. One sees that when there is no personal investment in how things should be, then whatever the unfolding seems to be in a synchronicity with my own sense of being, which is in itself happy. So everything together uh, becomes a kind of happiness, but not an excitement, just a sort of a, maybe happiness could be called contentment, it could be called love, I don't know, it is like or that. peace. Peace also, is, it, it, it includes all of this. Yes, yes, uh, and uh, I, I, I do feel that, uh, 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 that, you know, exactly the same way as you describing just, you know, just let it happen as it may, the destiny uh, unfold and uh, let the universe work through you as, you know, as it wishes. And, and uh, that would allow probably for the best balance. And uh, whatever, what you said about not having a personal investment in, in the future of this, just let it happen as it may. And, uh, uh, you know, that, that would probably uh, it elevates a lot of suffering uh, and a lot of stress, uh, which we, uh, we go through, you know, as, as we trying to, uh, not trying to, but uh, working throughout daily lives and dealing with our daily problems. Most people, um, just by our upbringing, we have been trained to be disappointed with what life brings. We have been trained to manipulate, to, um, we give it a name, creativity, but sometimes to manipulate things to go to satisfy your projection. Some beings uh, have recognized that life unfolding in the way it comes spontaneously is not disagreeable. It is not in conflict. It is not... Of course, sometimes, sometimes an earthquake may come and the whole city may fall. But they are also perceiving that that is a kind of natural phenomenon. Who is to be blamed for this? We don't know. They don't interfere in saying it should or should not be. It's almost as though they exist through their eyes mostly. They allow what happens to take place and their response also is a part of what is taking place. It's also uh, the action of the universe. So the universe is uh, maybe acting and responding to action through the instrument of this body. And they don't create a kind of barrier or separation for that functioning. This consciousness is very simple, innocent and pure. It is not suppressing any aspect of the functioning of consciousness. It is not saying how things should be. It has no conflict with the expression of emotions. It feels naturally all the characteristics of the mind in manifestation, but it is not identified or attached with any particular aspect of that manifestation. Mm -hmm. It has no pride. It is like this, but it can be a gradual um, adjusting to um, a recognition that continuously is deepening and becoming more in harmony 
with a universal current. It's not that in one snap of the finger, everything is like this. Sometimes uh, in one snap of a finger, faster than that, an insight can be so profound that your life is changed forever in a new direction. But it doesn't necessarily get rid of certain characteristics, certain kind of play of conditioning. What happens is that the presence on play of those conditioning become weaker in their effect because the sense of the person who is doing or not doing is weakening, disappearing altogether, and is being replaced just by consciousness presence, which is impersonal and complete uh, as joy and as pure perceiving. This for me is the, is the perhaps the highest, um, I don't want to use the word attainment because it's not really that there's an individual attaining it, Although, but, but that's where I want to be. Yes, yes. What my the joy I have in my heart is pointing this out to people that your inherent nature is already functioning like that. But what tends to happen is that there is a sort of a projection, a kind of like that seems to eclipse the intuitive recognition of what is already functioning perfectly because our attention goes and is dwelling in the kind of uh, the, the, the world of projection and, and conditioning and desire and identification. And while the consciousness is absorbed uh, with through its attention and fascination with that kind of projected world, it is not in direct communion with its 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 universal quality or being. So satsang is only to keep pointing this out and to immerse the mind into the, the intimacy of the heart, into the, into the spontaneity of true existence. And so to, be, to, to remove from the human psyche this obsession for manipulating existence with the, with the belief that it necessarily needs to be manipulated in order to fit into our projections. And we are obsessed with trying to manipulate uh, uh, with a very biased mind, thinking that it can work for us like that. So we want to create a world that other people is going to be perfect for other people as well, which is pure ignorance. Because such a world often is based, even though it can appear to be uh, founded upon uh, by compassion, it cannot get rid of its own, of its own uh, selfishness, its own ignorance also. So only the one who is free from that egoic interference, because the ego is constantly interfering and uh, misinterpreting, the, the the manifestation. So again, then ego uh, could it be tamed and uh, made behave? Because uh, I don't think we can be human and not have ego at all. Uh, Is it possible? To, yes, uh, it, it, it. I would say that um, uh, only the ego would benefit from that attempt. 
first of all, it is important to know oneself beyond the ego. Uh, when one knows oneself beyond ego, the 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 um, the potency, the virility of the egoic mind um, is softened and merges also in the universal consciousness. Okay, so it does have some connection. Ego has some merging connection into the universal consciousness. I would prefer to say that it is the consciousness itself that momentarily portrays itself through the costume of the ego or individuality in that respect. If it is seen like that, then the power is taken out of the hands of the ego and the ego is merely sitting in the lap of the higher consciousness. That's one way we can look at it, no? Okay? Um, ego then becomes, it's as though you remove the poisonous fangs from the serpent and then it is tame enough to be what it is enjoy everything because it is not it is not it, its authority is 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 broken because it has no real authority it has a, a, a illusory authority and if that if the if the consciousness does not uh, awaken to the true position and continues to be mesmerized or distracted by the play of the ego, then, you know, it breeds suffering, you see. Yes. You see, ego is not real. It's not it's real. It's also a manifestation of, uh, of something, right? It's it is a, a manifestation, a... but that manifestation it can is only uh, the manifestation uh, uh, doesn't have independent power <clears throat> uh, it runs on phantom power it has to draw its power from the belief that you who are the sentient being because the mind is not sentient it's like the moon we talk about the moonlight but the moon has no light the moonlight is only a reflection from sun but because it looks white and cool we said we don't feel it has anything to do with the sun but the sun can be without the moon, but the moon cannot be without the sun. So in the same way, I just say it is important for us to, to, to first be aware. And the game of the existence is, is that when you know who you are, what you are as the pure self, then uh, the ego then somehow... Um, it's like becomes a pale shadow like we say when the sunlight is up sometimes you can see the moon but it has no power it is the the sun hasn't killed the moon yeah it's there it is it is there but it's only a soft shadow of in in the light of the glory of the self mm -hmm. um i don't want to paint the picture ego is bad ego is only uh uh, virile while the self is in delusion when the self believe itself to be a person then the ego feels strong when the self realizes that it is the self then ego merges in the self itself okay you see so ego goes wherever self goes yeah yes the, the delusion, delusion means delusion means that the that the self 
has forgotten what it is and it is it is running under the authority of the ego itself that is called delusion it is yes, in the cosmic wholeness the ego has a role to play it helps somehow consciousness to refine itself sometimes i say that consciousness seems to create a problem in order to have the experience of transcending it and in the same way i feel that the consciousness manifest ego in order to somehow use the friction of consciousness to refine itself if you see it in this way then there's a kind of globality about this kind of insight and uh, there is no offense it's almost like everything is together the harmony playing with itself through through the effect or the portrayal of this harmony <clears throat> but uh, always the harmony is the greater but the game of life is that when consciousness believes itself to be the individuality which is what it manifests as a game to itself but when it when it be believes in that it loses its power and falls in what is called a delusion that it is only the limited the limited uh, manifestation when it recognizes that is not true then the power returns to itself and the ego which then seemed was so great again is is seen in its true light that is only illusory has no power the power of the ego is you your belief in it gives it uh, an, a kind of empowerment so, so there is no problem at all then i just created it in my mind by uh giving ego a, a place to be at all yeah, yes i mean there's different ways of seeing it because once we are under the the belief the delusion that we are the person which is the ego uh, the game doesn't seem funny at all <laughs> when you are conscious of it and then it loses its its power its potency and then it seems like it is a divine game but uh, until it is realized it doesn't feel like it's a divine game it feels like a very cruel play well it feels like a divine game <laughs> yes it does uh, and but but uh, i i see now do we have to come to self realization in every life uh it turns to be that you know a can person cannot be born self realized so we have to go through this every time is there some type of progression though in evolution from one lifetime to another in, in other words it, it would seem it would seem from the from the from the concept of if if it, 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 it can seem from the perspective Uh, of the concept of evolution and 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 reincarnation that the whole process must be a process of of uh, evolutionary refinement uh, or the the bleeding away of the delusion that we are the limited self it must be that there's a journey of a refining from the delusion that we are this person which then makes us the consciousness uh fragmented in our in our in our perception of the world uh, hostile selfish um arrogant evil all of these things can come out of that ignorance mm -hmm. so the life itself is the guru of all beings 
because the life will not allow you to, you can never win over life. Uh, you're slowly being crushed and, uh, and, uh, and squeezed and reshaped and refreshed uh, in order to evolve, uh, you know, into your own pure being again. This is what I'd call the, the Leila of God, the, the play of the existence itself. So, uh, they are, not all the beings seem to start out on the same point, because there are, there are beings, you can say, from this perspective of looking, who are, who are ancient in, in, their, in their wisdom. And there are some who are teenage in their evolution, at the level of consciousness. And so some beings maybe come in because in order to manifest in this body, it does put some tax on the consciousness. That, and the tax on the consciousness is that it tends to forget its true nature. But when consciousness manifests in a form, it, it, it becomes deeply fascinated and addicted to experiencing. And, and it wants to perpetuate its its existence in the form in the in whatever that present form is, and it 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 is uh, is so deeply uh, attracted and besotted with experiencing, and that is the delusion itself. There are some beings who are who become tired of experiencing. They are not necessarily tired of existence, but it, but they are not searching for new experience. So their minds have become to a state of rest and peace, also. But when we when you say beings, um, is is so there are different beings. It's not just one being then, or uh, uh, because we say it's one. You know something. Uh, conversations at a human level always fall short, because if we could. Uh, uh, take you out of the, the framework, the mental and psychological framework of a human being into the, the infinite mind, uh, you, you, these questions will become immediately fried and redundant. Because I can say they are, there is one being manifesting as, all, as billions uncountable beings. And I can say that there is individuality, but it's a dream. It's not true. I can say that uh, the consciousness individuates itself and appears in each body as the feeling I am, and that the I amness itself is a, is a kind of spiritual personality of the highest refinement. But it's, there's a uniqueness in each one. And I can say all of this is completely dream, throw it out, forget all about it. I can tell you that there is no knowledge to have. I could say this that all knowledge is a form of ignorance, which is also the divine manifestation. And yet I can go into each of these um, areas and open these an invisible door into this other world. And we can surf in these worlds for thousands of years and still not become one drop in the ocean of the existence of the mind of God. So we can speak a bit like this. And I say for myself, it's a little bit um, uh, a way of passing time in a, in, in a, in a, in a, in a pure way, in a beautiful way. But uh, it's, it's just so right about that. There is just uh, no words, uh, I guess, and there is no terms and no. It's like we, we, we you know, without human mind, we're missing some parts of the picture. 
which we that don't even take probably into as long as we believe in a mind and an evolutionary mind and an evolutionary being then we must resort to concepts to try and understand the nature of that evolution whereas in in our pure state uh, we are not fascinated by knowledge of that sort the perhaps the highest perhaps the highest joy of the liberated ones is that is that which is gained through contemplation of the self and when i say contemplation of the self it's not a studied con- contemplation it is just of the intuitive unity uh, of the all encompassing knowledge which is only the potential of uh, god expressed through the mind but there is no fascination for any itemized knowledge there is no concept that is worthy of being kept as a treasure everything is washed clean completely and everything somehow becomes uh, shares the, the same dna as the supreme reality and it's like uh, not you are beyond concepts altogether when i am here as i am concepts is not really uh given such a high status it is just uh uh i don't know it is like spiritual nutella or something we are enjoy a little bit spreading the nutella <laughs> of the supreme but it has no it has no um yeah, no eternal or timeless quality about it the best uh, knowledge is that knowledge which acts as a reflection of the self that reminds the self uh or brings the self into self contemplation this knowledge and it doesn't need to be impressive and uh in any way it is the most naked and and uh, you know um uh, simple sounds simple and it is simple but uh, you know uh, it's 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 simple until uh, once you done it you realize how simple it is yes it's like you can look in a mirror and that's a very simple thing but if someone wants to talk about the mechanism of reflection they could write <laughs> you know a book of unending pages about what might appear in the mirror <laughs> okay <laughs> uh that's helpful i understand that's good uh i'm not going to write uh the the mechanism of light and <laughs> how it hits the mirror and <laughs> uh Uh, I love you Muji. Thank you. I love you too and I'm so happy to see you again. Yeah, I am very thankful. I I needed uh, I needed this um some uh, beautiful to hear uh the truth. Yes. So, thank you so oh, much. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you.